Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to the reading of Dialectic Spiritualism, a Vedic view on Western philosophy by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Yes, presently this book is published under the name Beyond Illusion and Doubt, and we are Shravanam Diaries Podcast. I'm your host, Sula Lita Devidasi. Continuing chapter number 15, entitled Carl Young, Disciple. Young found that philosophies and theologies could not give him a clear picture of God's personality. He writes this, quote, What is wrong with these philosophers? I wondered evidently they know of God only by hearsay, unquote. Srila Prabhupada, yes, that is also our complaint. The philosophers we have studied have failed to give any clear idea of God because they are speculating, they cannot give concrete, clear information. As far as we are concerned, our understanding of God is clear because we simply receive the information given to the world by God himself. Krishna is accepted as the Supreme Person by Vedic authorities. Therefore, we should have no reason not to accept Him as such. Narayan, Lord Shiva and Lord Brahma possess different percentages of God's attributes. But Krishna possesses all the attributes cent percent in totality. Rupa Goswami has analyzed this in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, which we have translated as the nectar of devotion. In any case, God is a person, and if we study man's attributes, we can also know something of God's. Just as we enjoy ourselves with friends, parents, and others, God also enjoys himself in various relationships. There are five primary and seven secondary relationships that the living entities can have with God. Since the living entities take pleasure in these relationships, God is described as Akila Rasamrita Sindhu the reservoir of all pleasure. There is no need to speculate about God or to try to imagine Him. The process for understanding is described by Lord Krishna in the Bhagavad Gita 7.1. Maya sakta manapartha yogam yunjan madashrayah Asamshayam samagrammam yathagyasyasitachrinu Quote Now hear, O Arjuna, how by practicing yoga in full consciousness of me, with mind attached to me, you can know me in full, free from doubt. Unquote 
You can learn about God by always keeping yourself under His protection or under the protection of His representative. Then, without a doubt, you can perfectly understand God, otherwise there is no question of understanding Him. Disciple Young goes on to point out the difference between theologians and philosophers. He writes, quote, At least they, the theologians, are sure that God exists, even though they make contradictory statements about Him. God's existence does not depend on our proofs. I understand that God was, for me at least, one of the most certain and immediate of experiences." Unquote. Wow, he's such an advanced personality, look at this. Such strong conviction, right? I find this to be beautiful. Srila Prabhupada Yes, that is a transcendental conviction. Transcendental conviction. Wow. One may not know God but it is very easy to understand that God is there. One has to learn about God's nature, but there is no doubt about the fact that God is there. Any sane man can understand that he is being controlled. So, who is that controller? The supreme controller is God. This is the conclusion of a sane man. Young is right when he says that God's existence does not depend on our proof. Disciple Young continues to recall his early spiritual quests in this way. Quote, in my darkness, I could have wished for nothing better than a real, live guru, someone possessing superior knowledge and ability, who would have disentangled from me the involuntary creations of my imagination." Unquote. He was praying for a guru. Srila Prabhupada Yes. According to Vedic instructions, in order to acquire perfect knowledge, one must have a guru. The guru must factually be a representative of God. He must have seen and experienced God in fact not simply in theory. We have to approach such a guru and by service, surrender and sincere inquiry we can come to understand God. The Vedas inform us that a person can understand God when he has received a little mercy from his lordship. 
otherwise one may speculate for millions and millions of years. As Krishna states in the Bhagavad Gita 18.55 Bhaktiamama Bijanati Quote One can understand me as I am, as the Supreme Personality of Godhead, only by devotional service. Unquote. This process of bhakti includes Shravanam, Kirtanam Vishnu, hearing and chanting about Lord Vishnu, Krishna, and always remembering him. Satatam Kirtayanto Mam. The devotee is always glorifying the Lord. As Pralada Maharaja says in Srimad Bhagavatam 7.9.43 Naivodviche Paraduratyaya Vaitaranyas Tvadvirya Gayana Mahamrita Magna Chitta Quote O best of the great personalities, I am not at all afraid of material existence, since wherever I stay, I am fully absorbed in thoughts of your glories and activities." Unquote. The devotee's consciousness is always drowned in the ocean of the unlimited pastimes and qualities of the Supreme Lord. That is transcendental bliss. The spiritual master teaches his disciple how to always remain in the ocean of God consciousness. One who works under the directions of the Acharya, the spiritual master, knows everything about God. Hmm. Disciple In 1938, Young was invited by the British government to participate in celebrations at the University of Calcutta. Of this, Young writes, quote, by that time I had read a great deal about Indian philosophy and religious history and was deeply convinced of the value of oriental wisdom." Unquote. On this visit, Young spoke with a celebrated guru, yet he avoided so-called holy man. He writes, Quote, I did so because I had to make do with my own truth, not to accept from others what I could not attain on my own. I would have felt as if I would have felt it as a theft that I attempted to learn from the holy man to accept their truth for myself. Unquote. Srila Prabhupada. On one hand, he says he wants a guru, and then on the other, he doesn't want to accept one. Doubtlessly, then, there were many so called gurus in Calcutta, and Young 
might have seen some bogus gurus he did not like. In any case, the principle of accepting a guru cannot be avoided. It is absolutely necessary. Disciple Concerning consciousness after death, Young feels that after death the individual must pick up at the level of consciousness which he left. Srila Prabhupada Yes. And therefore according to that consciousness one has to accept a body. That is the process of the soul's transmigration. An ordinary person can see only the gross material body. But accompanying this body are the mind, intelligence and ego. When the body is finished, these remain although they cannot be seen. A foolish man thinks that everything is finished at death. But the soul carries with it the mind, intelligence and ego, that is, the subtle body, into another gross body. This is confirmed by the Bhagavad Gita, which clearly explains that although the gross body is destroyed, the consciousness continues. According to one's consciousness, one acquires another body and again, in that body, the consciousness begins to mold its future lives. If a person was a devotee in his past life, he will again become a devotee after his death. Once the material body is destroyed, the same consciousness begins to work in another body. Mm -hmm. Consequently, we find that some people quickly accept Krishna consciousness, whereas others take a longer time. This indicates that the consciousness is continuing, although the body is changing. Bharat Maharaj, for example, changed many bodies, but his consciousness continued and he remained fully Krishna conscious. We may see a person daily, but we cannot visualize his intelligence. We can understand that a person is intelligent, but we cannot see intelligence itself. When one talks, we can understand that there is intelligence at work. But why should we conclude that when the gross body is dead, dead and no longer capable of talking, the intelligence is finished? The instrument for speech is the gross body, but we should not conclude that when the gross body is finished, intelligence is also finished. After the destruction of the gross body, the mind 
and intelligence. Continue. Because they require a body to function, they develop a body. And that is the process of the soul's transmigration. Okay. So we will stop here for today. Thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. Please check out our website, shravanamdiaries.com. And we shall see you next time. Hare Krishna.